just a heads up for everybody out there. Coming up June 7th and 8th, 2019 in Holbrook, Arizona uh, is the National Trappers Association Western Regional Trapping and Outdoor Expo. This is at the Navajo County Fair and Rodeo Grounds, again in Holbrook, Arizona. Uh, they're going to have some demos for Bob's, uh, Bobcat, cage trapping, beaver snaring, um, nighttime predator hunting, uh, all kinds of different stuff. There's going to be vendors, there's going to be uh, demos and trapper education as well so if you're in that area or uh, looking for something to do on that weekend uh, that is where you want to be for more information contact Vicki Wright the convention coordinator at 231-907-0977 or V Wright W-R-I-G-H-T at nationaltrappers.com also on June 14th and 15th, 15th, the New Mexico Trappers Association is going to be having a rendezvous um, at the Mountain View Christian Camp in Alto, New Mexico, uh, 196 Airport Road in Alto, New Mexico. Uh, there are RV hookups on site, $20 a night, tent camping is free. Uh, they'll have meals and refreshments, uh, hot dogs, hamburgers, chips and drinks, $5 a plate. Um, and it looks like they're having some sort of a potluck uh, barbecue dinner on um, Friday night. Uh, silent auction, vendors, good time, bring the kids, bring the family, come check it out. If you're interested in trapping at all, uh, getting into trapping, this is a good place to go. Uh, they are extremely willing to get you involved and teach you how to, how to do all that. Go check it out. All right, stay tuned for the podcast. Adios. Adios. We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Boom. Once again, we are recording. <laughs> That's what we do. That's right. We got this new uh, Zoom H6 recorder. Freaking love it. Um, you know, when we started out, and, that, and that's what this podcast is going to be kind of built around, is the podcast. <laughs> We're going to do a podcast about a podcast. How not to do a podcast, because we've got a lot of experience in that. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, the, the Not a Grande Outdoors podcast is just a couple of dudes that love hunting here in New Mexico. It was Dana's idea. Anywhere. It was. It was Dana's idea. Um, uh, what the hell was I saying? It's a podcast hunting dudes here in New uh, Something like that. Yeah. So, just a, you know, we're a couple of everyday um, hunters. Um, just like most people, you know, we put in for the draw and hope we draw because that's the only way we're going to get to hunt. We're not out there purchasing hunts or damn sure ain't being paid to hunt. Um, kind of doing our thing and that's what we built this podcast around is the everyday man's perspective, um, on hunting here in New Mexico. I think most of you can relate to that. I mean, uh, I think one of the things that led us to get into this is a lot of the content out there uh, about hunting is professionally produced by uh, people that have way more money than we do right uh, mm -hmm. and so we just we thought it it would be beneficial to to give voice to the everyday type of guy that doesn't um, you know, fly to Alaska every year and go hunting. Right. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. You know, and like you said, Dana, it was Dana's idea, my wife. Um, she may be regretting it now. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they both are regretting it now. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, so I started listening to the Mediator podcast, actually. Um, gosh, I don't know how long ago now, but um, 
you know, I got, I got into that. And I've never been a fan of uh, hunting shows per se, but I did like his show. Caught it on Netflix. Um, really enjoyed it. So I ended up, you know, didn't even know what a podcast was at the time. And and we're actually probably pretty out. late in the game for podcasting. Right. right? I mean, I say that it's. Um, there's all kinds of podcasts, and, and, and they've, they've made it easier and easier, and that's what allowed us to kind of get into it is because it's, it's become fairly easy to get into podcasting. However, uh, podcasting was kind of a thing, uh, or was started, and I got, got fairly, got going, I guess you could say, a couple of years ago, and we, uh, probably about three years ago now is... It's when we should have gotten into it, right? Right. But but yeah, so, no, knowing what we know now, and yeah. and we're not terribly tech savvy guys. We do what we can, but uh, why not? It, it gives us um, an outlet to be able to talk about what we love to do. It gives us, um, it has given us uh, a direction to go and a place to put. Uh, our our energies into and it was kind of the springboard into our uh, hunt it forward initiative, Absolutely. which we wholeheartedly believe Pretty in. Love. Wholeheartedly believe in. Wholeheartedly believe in. Spit and it out, think, Kyle. Yeah, Try and spit it out. Um, and think that that you know that hunt it forward mindset, that hunt it forward initiative is is really. Uh, important for the future of hunting and so uh, no matter when we got into it I think we're glad that we're in it right yeah yeah although and sometimes it's it's very onerous to be putting together so much content and trying to get yeah. it out doing it by ourselves uh, a lot of these guys have production um, uh, companies production teams that do uh, all the stuff um, we are a two-man show, <laughs> literally. And, and yeah, and that's been one of the struggles. So when we started this, and I'm sure that we've talked about this before, but when we started this, we um, downloaded an app onto our phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anchor app. Thank you, Anchor, for you know getting us out there because that's what we use. Um, and we did our first ever podcast at the Big Fat um a year ago yes a year ago next next weekend week. of course that's by the time you guys listen to this it's a couple weeks ago um but the first weekend in june um a year ago is when we started this podcast yes and so our first season ran from june to end of december yep um and then we started a new season um in january which um has has we had 24 episodes in our first season and this podcast is episode 24 season 2 so very interesting we've still got plenty of episodes in this season cuz we'll run the rest of the year under season 2 yes um but uh it's been a heck of a journey like i said we started on our phones actually deleted our, well didn't delete but Recorded that first episode on our phone at the Big Fat Campout and didn't know we had to have service to save it. Yeah, so <laughs> if, you're thinking about, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, it's, uh, it's really uh, beneficial to you to kind of do a little bit of research. Um, the Anchor app made it really easy. Uh, you know, we're not getting paid by the Anchor app to... to mention this but it, it did make it really easy for us to get get into it there's other ways of doing it uh, but it was uh, free and yeah, was free. we could just just jump right into it and it would automatically distribute that content out to the most of the popular podcast pl- platforms um, at the time and of course they're evolving as they go but um we did not know kind of some of the ins and outs of that app and that you had to have service. And so we literally, we, we probably recorded two or three podcasts 
they never got released, never got saved because we didn't have service to save them. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Especially and our very first one, which um, it's kind of a bummer, because not only did we record it, but then we listened to it. Um, and it was a good podcast. Only, well, well. <laughs> It was good, not a Grande Outdoors me. podcast. Let me, re, let me rephrase that. It was good content. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was it was our first one. We were excited about it. Not to say that it isn't fun now, because it is. We, you know, we're going to continue to do it because it's fun. Uh, but uh, it was it was really good content because we were excited about it and we had a lot to say uh, that first that first one, and then you know we we. Then recorded it and 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 listened to it and we were happy with it and then it didn't save and I we had to redo it and then the, the the problem there was remembering what all we talked about right right well I still have I still so this is what's cool maybe maybe if we ever make it big or anything you know one of these days um, we'll be able to look back I still have the paper plates that we wrote all our notes down on. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. I, I, I've got them at the house. Um, you know, we didn't have paper or anything. We are up there at camp, so we grabbed some pins and some paper plates and wrote all of our notes down on paper plates, and that's kind of what we what we followed um, to some degree. Um, and I still have those paper plates, so that's pretty cool. Well, and, and bringing up the paper plates and the notes and, and things like that, that's another uh, kind of a learning curve that we've gone through is is how, how do we podcast? Um, you know, we, we went from just a f- some notes on paper plates, and then we got really technical and, and had an outline and, and following kind of a the following the outline line by line. And, uh, you know, I think... We, we got some feedback on that, that that the listeners didn't necessarily like that because it seemed a little too formulaic. It seemed a little bit dry and yeah. and stuff. And since then, we've kind of evolved into uh, our most common type of how we podcast is we've got a general idea of the yeah, topics. General, general guidelines. Yeah, general idea of the topics that we want to talk about. But within those topics, it's fairly freestyle. Uh, gives us room to go squirreling. Yep, yeah, lots of squirrels, <laughs> lots of squirrel. We'll write down certain things that we want to remember to touch on. Yeah, but for the for, for the most part, I mean, you know, I I think that's what what people relate to is mm-hmm. uh, the fact that you know we're just uh, just talking about it. Uh, we obviously try and do do research on on the topics that need researched yes. so that we have our facts straight because that's one oh. thing we do harp on is make sure that you have the facts be educated be informed yep and so we do do we you said do, do, do. Said do, do. <laughs> we do that uh on the topics that we need to uh but everything else you know it's we we have said it from the beginning and continue to say it this is our opinion we're not saying this is absolutely the way you should do it but uh, it, it makes for for interesting conversation and and a fun way to do it because you don't get hemmed in by uh, we have to talk about this or we have to talk about that yeah and well now you know take tonight's podcast for example we've come up with a topic for tonight's podcast about three minutes ago how long has this <laughs> podcast been recording I have no 11 idea. minutes and 30 seconds. So we are we on come a up with roll. This about 12 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, so right now we're kind of down season. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, we had a we're lot of here. We had a late May, early June. The the draws out. There's you, not a whole lot I think you've going said on. That, right. I think I you've said, said that for the last, like, three podcasts. Right. The right. draws out and... It's uh, it's downtime. It is downtime. We it's a good to, time to, to give do you guys kind of a podcast. Yeah, it, it is. It's a good time to do this po- type of podcast. But to give you guys kind of an insight into into how we approach this year, we sat down in in January before our, actually probably December, December mm-hmm. over Christmas, um, and looked at the calendar and started planning out topics, uh, and and you know that 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 schedule was a little bit flexible 
because of the draw the draw because of the guests that we wanted to talk to and it's ever evolving but for the most part we kind of sat down for the first four months and had it fairly well planned out of when we were going to do the podcast when we were going to release the podcast what topics we were going to talk about um, and then we, we kind of got into this part of the, the, the year, and um, we still have a bunch of topics that we want to talk about, but it takes us uh, traveling a little bit, yeah. going to talk to some people, and, and some, of the thing, or some of the guests that we wanted to have on uh, or should have had on by this point have either fell through or we got to reschedule and so you really got to be flexible with your time and with with how you're doing things and so it has ended up this being the time of year where we're kind of in a lull it's um you know there's no hunts going on Uh, the one thing that we didn't get to talk about this year um and i'm hoping we pick it up in the fall is i wanted to talk uh a little bit about turkey hunting but that was when our our idaho trip was yeah, and so that took up idaho a lot of right that. in the middle of turkey season that was kind of a dumb move on us <laughs> i'm not gonna say it was a dumb move because it was a great trip nah, it was a fantastic but it, i do want to pick up that topic and and maybe get some some turkey hunting guests on in the, in the in the fall we talked a little bit to uh gear junkie jerry yep. and steve uh, Steve, Steve Ferguson, Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Uh, about their turkey hunting. Yeah, but uh, I, I would like to dedicate a podcast to turkey hunting in and of itself. I've got a guy in mind who uh, who is fairly uh, knowledgeable about it, and I respect his his uh, opinion on the topic and I'd like to get him on and hopefully we can do that later but we do have a whole list of topics we have not gotten to it's just it's it's tough it's tough and I think that's one of the one of the reasons that we thought that this might be a um, semi-entertaining podcast I guess semi-entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's, semi- enter- it's entertaining it's, it's, it's entertaining simply because uh, We don't, we, we're good poster children for, for how not to do it, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, well, it's entertaining to us, and that's what this podcast has always been about. Pretty much. We like. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but, you know, I've had, I've had some, some people ask me about the podcast, and, and, and so, you know, maybe this will be, this will be something they'll enjoy hearing about, um, it's not as easy as it sounds. No, to sit down uh, on a weekly basis and and talk for an hour or more, uh, it it is it's actually quite a bit harder than we thought it was. Going I wanna to be. I wanna I wanna touch on that right there because so one of the things that I remember when we first before we ever even recorded our first podcast. Um, when we were just discussing it, when we were trying to come up with a name for us and the whole nine yards, yeah. it was very, very early stages. And you, you, I remember a comment that you said, yeah, we can, you know, do a 10, 15, 20 minute podcast. And we were worried about trying to come up with enough content, content to talk for 10 or 15 minutes and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, from the beginning, all of our podcasts have been an hour easy. Uh, well, a lot of it were it was an hour because they were fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. Because on Anchor, you can only record an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and and we hadn't yet learned how to how to splice all that stuff together. Right. But you know, our our original idea was that we wanted them to be short. We wanted them to be thirty minute, uh, forty five minute podcast because. Uh, a lot of a lot of the podcasts out there are an hour or two hours, um, and like you said, we were worried about coming up with enough content for ten to fifteen to thirty minutes. Uh, turns out that's not that hard between no, us. No, and I don't know if that makes us I don't, yeah, bucket mouths or what. Or we had what? a podcast named Bucket Mouth. We did. Just, just we did. Yeah. I don't know uh, if if that's what it is, but. I think it, it 
at least illustrates the fact that we are passionate about what we do and that's really what this what this boils down to and and we have fun doing it so yeah continue to do it so you know you're talking about how we we sat down and we wrote a schedule for kind of the season um and we do have kind of a general outline and and what i find cool about that one of the things that i do like about what we're doing and how we do it is kind of the goal so so hunt it forward stemmed from the start of not a ground yeah but not a Grande Outdoors was started, um, and the direction that we initially decided to take was kind of an education of the general public who didn't have the awareness on how hunting happens in New Mexico. Right. Um, the proclamation, the draw process, you know, tags, all of that stuff. And so it was kind of, the outline was almost kind of written for us. Yeah. You know, and and that's what we did. You know, we just kind of, uh, we had already put in for the draw when we started that, but we kind of hid that. <laughs> and then, so our first few podcasts, we knew what we had drawn, but we built it up as if we didn't. Right. So we, we didn't, we, we went, we kind of went retro and talked about putting in for the draw. And stuff like that. Even though the draw had already happened, we kind of went retro and talked about just talked about it a little bit, and then worked our way up to the draw results. Um, and then from that point, it just kind of, uh, you know, you talk about scouting and you talk about prepping and you talk about stuff like that, and then you do the actual hunts, and then you talk about processing, and then somewhere in there we come up with hunt it forward. And I think the the hunt it forward concept come from you. Well, uh, the hunt it forward name come from me. Yeah. And but it was just a very easy thing for us to to work into because it's something that both of us really just exploded on, I and mean, we just we latched onto it. And well, and because it was the basic premise of starting the podcast was yeah. education, and it and it fit really hand in hand with the podcast and and what we stand for and that is uh you know making sure that you're you're informed and educated uh and we need to be because uh, we are continually under attack uh we're continually fighting for um our heritage of hunting and um more than anything you know i we say that we're continually on continually under under attack um trying not to be divisive by saying that i think maybe a better way of saying that is we have a need as hunters to better convey what hunting is and that is conservation yeah it's a part of conservation it is uh, we care for the animals. We uh, we care about uh, environmental issues. We care about all that stuff that most people care about, but don't connect on because we're not speaking the same language. Right, right. Uh, you you bring something up. You so you said we're continuously under attack. There was an entire podcast I remember that we scrapped because. And it was, the podcast was kind of based around that. Yes. um, About, um, you know, hunters and non-hunters and stuff like that. And we scrapped that podcast because I used the word enemy, which was the right thing for us to do. Um, But the point I'm trying to make, though, is just even the wording that we use in these podcasts, you know, and we've talked about it like, like, should we say kill or should we say harvest? Yeah, and we were real worried about that at first, and I think we've kind of backed off that to to a degree. Um, Yeah, and elk's not corn. I'm I'm gonna say kill. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're not harvesting. I mean, you are harvesting the harvesting because you're using the meat. But we shouldn't be afraid to. We shouldn't necessarily be afraid to use those words because that's that's a common word to use. You are taking that animal's life. You are killing that animal. But spades a spade. Yeah, spades a spade. 
Um, but at the same time, uh, we uh, advocate for respect. respect. We advocate for being articulate and informed in the way that you uh, put put that across. You know, we don't murder the animal. No. Um, the animal is being used. It is a resource that is being used. And most people can can relate to that. Yeah. There are a certain portion of, of the population that no matter what way that you phrase it, what language that you use... They don't care. They don't care. They don't agree with you. And they never will agree with you. And and we we can't spend our time worrying about that mm-hmm. small section of the or portion of the population what we have to do is speak frankly and be upfront but be articulate about it yeah. and try and educate those who are are open yeah which was another decision that we made um, along the way um, where we decided that we're not focusing on not necessarily focusing on those that are already diehard hunters. We're definitely not focusing on those that are diehard against hunting. We're focusing on those that are in the middle, those that don't know much about it, those that may not be hunters but believe in our rights to hunt, um, those who don't have much of an opinion on it, and wouldn't mind having some information about it, which is why we have both been, um, you know, pretty steadfast in the whole education aspect of it and making sure that we're giving out information that is from a well-informed source rather than just our opinions, which we give our opinions a lot. but, But like you said, you know, on specific topics, we make sure um, it's an educated opinion. Yeah, your opinion should be based on some sort of uh, fact or um, truth or what, whatever you want to call it. Um, don't base your opinion on on hearsay. You know, have 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 some ground ground to stand on uh, when voicing that opinion. Um, it, it is what we advocate. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a cool process. Um, Going through that, I can't believe we're already at 25 minutes. <laughs> That's just funny. Um, so, yeah, now, so here we are, midway through season two. Um, looking forward to some of the stuff that we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We do. Uh, it's just been hard to get to some of it. Yeah. Um, we've got some good hunts coming up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two new Hunt It Forward participants. Um, One of them is really raring to go, and and Shane, we we are we are wanting to get there, uh, and and we will get there. Um, It's it's almost it's it's almost just breaking my heart that we can't I know can't get to that. I've I've felt really bad. Um, I felt really bad about uh, not being able to get with her. Now, of course, and then but then I look back. And I think about when we got with Emily and Adrian. It took some time. It took some time. Um, and it was much later in the season that we did get with them. Yeah. Um, and here it is, not even June yet. Um, and we're worried about, dang it, I sh- we should have already had her out in the field shooting. We get plenty of time. We do. Um, but, but what excites me is, is that she is so excited. She is. She's excited. And, and Ryan as well. Um, I've had some communication with him here lately. Um and we're, so we're hoping that we can get with both of them in July. And like you said, one of the one of the one of the big downfalls is we don't get paid to do this. Yeah, this is all on our dime. Um, and so we make trips to Albuquerque. That tends to be where a lot of you know that's where a lot of the population in New Mexico are, are in and around. Um, and so to get a lot of this done, that's kind of a central location where we can get. To, and, and get other people too to right. where we can do these things. And we've got a lot of people in and around around that area that we want to do some podcasts with. And so we're trying to schedule that. And for we, we both live at opposite ends of the state. <laughs> and so it's a good place for us to meet. But 
trying to schedule a weekend that I can meet you there and you can meet me there and our wives' schedules are agreeable and then their schedules are agreeable. You know, Shay's good this weekend, Ryan's good that weekend. We have some other people that we're trying to get onto the podcasts and, and we're always looking to try and get our uh, Adrian and Emily um, in on the podcast, to be able to yeah. join in. And it, it gets very tricky to get all that scheduled. Um, it, it's just that, man, you don't really think about those things when you're starting out. No. Um, and especially when we started out, it was just me and you. Yeah. Um, and then we started the Hunt It Forward thing. Um, and we got, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were probably our first guests, if it wasn't our wives. Um, our first outside guests would have probably been them. Possibly, maybe Ty. I don't remember. Could have been. Could have been Ty. Um, but I said again, outside outside of family. Outside, of, yeah. Um, that's that's what I would. I'm thinking. I'll, I'll do some research while we're looking. But uh, no, the Whittington Center. That's right. Well, the yeah. Whittington Center. Yeah, we everything was our just us till we went to the Whittington Center. Um, we had some guests there, and then a few po- podcasts after that, we had the Hunt It Forward. Uh, we launched Hunt It Forward. Yes. But we didn't have, we didn't even have the, and then and then your brother, um, uh, we started doing some videos of Department of Game and Fish meetings. Yes. Um, you know, and then we started getting into the guests, and that's another thing that we actually, you know, we do appreciate feedback because feedback does definitely drive the direction of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some suggestions lately, uh, really yeah. thankful for that. And if you guys have more suggestions, we are yeah. absolutely open to that. Uh, understand, <laughs> again, we're going to reiterate this. This is just two guys spending their own dime doing this because yeah. we are not getting paid for it. Uh, so we, we do as much as we can. Uh, but but if you have guests that you would like to hear from, yeah, let us know because uh, we... we we are open to talking to. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a we had a lady on uh, Instagram, um, which is a whole another monster. We'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, we had a lady on Instagram, you know, suggest um, uh, some guests, um, you know, for perspective that she would like to hear, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we want. Um, you know, so hopefully we can make that work out because that's. That's what we want to do is, is those here in New Mexico that are listening, that have opinions or ideas or thoughts. Or Not something. just here in New Mexico. Wherever. Well, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but things that they want to hear, uh, that's what we want to do is get it on. So if you do have um, some ideas or somebody that, that you know that you think would be uh, an interesting contributor uh, to the Not A Grande Outdoors podcast, uh, definitely get in touch with us because we'll do everything we can to... To make that happen yeah for sure uh, so another uh, tricky part about podcasting if you didn't if you didn't know about it um, is making sure <laughs> that uh, you have uh, all the in all the stuff that goes along with it so uh, like Rodney was talking about the the social media presence and, and yeah. things like that uh, it, it's something we did not anticipate. We knew we probably wanted a, a social media presence, but we didn't anticipate um, just how much uh, of a presence we probably needed and and are trying to accomplish to make sure that we get this out there. Um, that, like Roddy said, that's a whole other beast. Yeah, Instagram, and and so I. I had an Instagram page, but I probably had two posts on it and never looked at it. Uh, I didn't have a Twitter account um, or a YouTube channel, <laughs> and now we have all of those things, including the website. Yeah. So um, it is. It, it's a lot of fun doing all of that stuff, but man, it's a lot of work. There's just so much that goes into it. You know, you got to keep up with your story. I didn't even know what a story was. <laughs> you know. And um, when do you post, and how do you post, and hashtags, and this and that. Oh, my. I just want to go hunting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, along with that, so we, because, well, I guess we should say because of that, um, you know, we have 
started with the podcast and then we started building uh, our social media, started building the website. Um, we actually had greater ambitions uh, for putting out content than we have accomplished uh, simply because we just found we didn't have enough time in the day to do it. No. Um, you know, we originally thought, all right, we're going to release a, a podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Um, we started doing our hits and misses video log, mm-hmm. and we released that on Mondays. And then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll write a blog every week. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> But along with our podcast, uh, we release a video introducing the podcast. And so you have to yeah. think of that. And, and I don't know how many podcasts we've done where we forgot to do a video. I know. You and know, we got to do it last minute. And we got to do it yeah. last minute and type thing. Yeah. And so there's they're just so much more that comes with it than just the podcast. And we could do just the podcast. We understand that. Uh, but we would be doing ourselves a disservice, uh, we feel like, um, if we were not doing our best to get uh, you know, our message out there because we feel our message is worthwhile. Uh, we feel the Hunt It Forward initiative is critical to getting uh, and keeping new hunters and also uh, securing our rights and, and our heritage in the future. So Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 so let's recap that just a little bit, you know, um, just because you know the the hunt it forward and, and so hunt it forward isn't really any different than um, the R three. Well, it's it's so it, it, it me, stems from that. Let me yeah, let me let me back up and and say because because you said that hunt it forward was my my idea, the hunt it forward in our form was my idea that the idea of bringing new hunters into the hunting world is not by any means a new idea Uh, the r3 uh, program across the united states is geared to do just that Mm -hmm. they're trying trying explain the r3 real quick so the r3 model is is uh, based off of three things Uh, recruitment of new hunters uh, retention of the hunters that are that we have and then the um, reactivation. reactivation of hunters who have not hunted in some time. Uh-huh. And so that's the R3, obviously, three R's. <laughs> but uh, whenever I heard about R3 and, and saw some of what they were talking about and, and the demographics that were being served, um, I noticed a huge gap in adults uh, from the age you know ages uh, 20 to mid 40 mm-hmm. uh, that were not being served and when you look at a lot of the r3 stuff that is being pushed across the nation the the majority of it and I'll say this the majority of it are being is being is focused on youth yes which we uh, are not knocking we agree with we need to bring the youth in there's lots of opportunity out there for youth and we can we we wholeheartedly believe that needs to continue we just felt like that that adult population uh, in your 20s 30s and 40s was being very underserved and we felt like there was uh, potential there above and beyond what we could do for youth. Yeah. Meaning youth don't own their time. Yep. Uh, there's all kinds of interests that are pulling them all kinds of different directions. And if you don't have a parent or a family member who is willing to take you hunting, there's a good chance, even or if you knows how, to yeah, hunt. exactly. Even knows how to hunt, but there's a good chance that even if you go and do a conservation day, even if you go and do a weekend, um, hunter education camp the, there, there's been studies that have shown even with all of that and all of the discounts and opportunities that there are for youth hunts that, that person or that kid may or may not go on to be a hunter exactly the numbers are low the numbers are low but in our, in our, our initiative um, by getting somebody 
between the ages of 20 to 40 and bringing them into the sport, we're going to bring their kids as well. Yeah. Because we are creating a hunter. And then that hunter is more than likely going to pass on that to their children. Correct. And so... So it's the same concept. We're just catching them at a different age. And there are other places that are doing this. Yeah. Um, again, it, like, like I said, it's not a, it's a, not a new concept. Um, however, it wasn't being done particularly here. There are some, some programs out there that are doing similar things. Um, but they are tending to focus on groups. And yeah. so women, getting women into hunting, which don't I don't disagree with. Absolutely. No, our, I mean, two, our first, first two, two were, women. were women. One of our two this year are women. Exactly. Um, but I think we need to be more inclusive uh, as far as uh, not just focusing on this group, that group, um, or the other group, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. We want to be as inclusive as possible. Uh, so the other thing that went into that was uh, you look at youth versus versus the target audience that, that we're, we're looking at. Um, our target audience, those adults, they've got uh, spare time. How much of it is debatable, but they have a disposable income uh, all things that, that youth do not have. Yeah. And so getting into the how of that, we know, we know the why, but getting into the how of it, um, I find it, that's where I found the intriguing or the, you know, it's, it, it's interesting. Like, so last year, um, you had a friend that had a friend that knew a girl and then that girl knew a girl and we ended up with Adrian and Emily. Yeah. Which just turned out fantastic. Um, and so this year going into it, we were, you know, curious as to, you know, how are we going to find Hunt It Forward participants this year? Um, and it just it just seemed to work out well because we, we've, we started reaching out to more people um, in an effort to get guests on the podcast that would be interesting and relevant. Uh, we reached out to um, uh, BHA um, Southwest uh, representative. Yeah, yeah, the Southwest representative. I'm not, I'm not sure of her exact title. Um, and trying to get her on the podcast, and through explaining to her what hunt it forward was, hunt it forward. Well, what not a grande was, right, right, and what hunt it forward was. Um, she was like, hey, I know a girl that would be perfect for this. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, that's uh, Katie, and she introduced us to, or, or put us in contact with Shay, mm-hmm. um, who was our first Hunt It Forward participant of this year. Um, and then through our Hunt It Forward participants last year, and this is, this is really cool because that's what we wanted. Yeah. Um, uh, our Hunt It Forward participants last year, Last year, we went to do a podcast with them about putting in for the draw, about learning how to read the proclamation and putting in for the draw. And that that because that was the second part. That of was the, the second part of the initiative. Is we take them hunting, give them a yeah. good experience, and then we teach them how to yeah. go ahead. And, and this is how this is how the connections work. And what fascinates me, uh, we went over there. They cooked us an antelope taco dinner with the antelope that they harvested. harvested. Um, the previous year yeah, and they invited some friends over and one of those friends is now our Hunt It Forward participant. Right. Yeah. And that's just cool because that's, that's, that's how we wanted the whole process to go. Yeah. And actually Ryan hits kind of one of the areas uh, or target uh, demographic that we wanted to hit, which he hunted when he was younger. Yeah. But it's been ten or more years since he's hunted, yeah. and so he, he falls into he, he the did it back, You know, he did it back in West Virginia, which is obviously totally yeah. different hunting than here, and so he fit completely into into what we had the the original idea that we had of bringing new hunters and then reactivating hunters who had been out of the sport for ten to twenty years, um, and so he 
that those like you're saying it was yeah. really intriguing yeah, how yeah, those just, connections happened and got us the two current hunt it forward participants that we have yeah. and so as it pertains to this podcast into the how you know we've been sitting here talking about all night about how so much of it is so hard and there's so much work but then so much good comes from yeah. that and and some something just so easy because we really didn't have to go out um and, and, you know, we had some other applicants and stuff like that, but it, it was very easy for us to just get what we were looking for in an easy way just by doing a little bit of the legwork that we were doing for the podcast. Right. Um, so I found that interesting and in how that all played out. And yeah, and going forward, together. I think it's going to continue to do that because as we get guests, um, there's a couple of people that we have on the list and, and topics that we have on the list for the podcast coming forward but um we they they are also people that we want to make connections with to um you know i have some ideas on growing outside of not necessarily growing out outside of of hunt it forward but adding to it adding um some other beneficial yeah uh, type of activities besides just hunting um and so Looking forward to to having those conversations with those people, making those contacts, and then seeing where it blossoms from there. Because, like you were talking about, those those connections and those uh, interactions that we've had have led us to where we are, and it's the, the possibilities are endless. We're, yeah. we're really excited about it. Yeah. So yeah, we we you know a lot of work, a lot of hard work, but so much and so much enjoyments come from this. You know, we've been at it for, I guess. Um, well, this is a full year. I mean, we're kind of at our year anniversary now. Uh, we started close. started yeah. it first weekend in June in 2018. Yep. Um, this podcast will probably drop mid June 2019. So, so yeah, by the time this this podcast hits, we'll we'll definitely be a year into it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yep. To to have a year under our belt. Uh, this will be episode. 48 um 24 this season but 48 total yep that's pretty cool that is and we've had some really cool episodes uh that i've thoroughly enjoyed uh, you know every, every podcast is fun but there there's some podcasts that have been a little monotonous you know uh oh yeah and and and, and we're not we're not above saying yeah some of our stuff was a little bit dry because it was when we went through the, the proclamation um, that that by nature is going to be some drier material because we were just trying to get the information out there. Um, but there have also been some really fantastic pod te- fantastic podcasts that I have thoroughly enjoyed doing. Um, and one that stands out to me, I think it's our most listened to podcast, uh, was Bare Necessities yep. with... Uh, Bridger Petrini of Tri-State Outfitters, um, and he is a, a fantastic storyteller. Uh, he, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. Uh, he tells uh, tells us about his his experience uh, uh, being attacked by a bear mm-hmm. uh, here in New Mexico. Here in New Mexico last year, um, he talks about complacency with large predators um, and. Uh, just thoroughly enjoyed it because he is he was such a masterful storyteller and had such a vivid recollection and, and could convey everything that he was thinking that he was feeling um and, and uh he's a he's a super good guy yeah it, it was a privilege to be able to sit down and and basically that's what we did is sit down and listen to his story pretty much um, Thank, and, and which i, was, was well I would do it again yeah yeah um <laughs> super fun um and on on you know that one was uh, you know fun and well was was an entertaining podcast uh-huh. uh it was a, a horror story for him to go through um but an entertaining podcast for us to to listen to uh and to put out there um as far as just to, to go, like you said he's such a story storyteller that he tells that story in a way that just makes you feel like you're a part of it. Oh yeah, you um, feel almost like you're yeah. there. And on the on the flip side of that, another another one of my favorites 
um, was our CWD podcast. Yeah. Um, a little bit more analytical, but you know, and and in in educational than you know um, the bare necessities podcast, but just a great podcast. Just, yeah. Um, and that one hit a little close to home uh, for us, but um, just a really uh, speaking with with um, I can't ever Dr. say Maurer. Dr. Mauer. Yeah. I always want to say. Uh, Moyer, and I don't know why, <laughs> but speaking with Dr. Maurer was just really cool. Uh, and there was so much information in there that I didn't know. Yeah, so so uh, again, one of those podcasts I thoroughly enjoyed. I didn't, I'm not going to say I didn't expect to enjoy that podcast as much as I did because, but the way that, and this is really why I wanted to get Dr. Maurer on the, uh, on the show was because every time that I've spoken to him in person, I just end up being enthralled with whatever he's telling me right. because he's so full of information and so full of uh, just knowledge about things I have no idea about. Yeah. And so, and he has a way of of conveying it to you to where you feel like you know about it now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so. I, I really wanted to get him on the podcast and it, and it didn't disappoint it was a it was a really educational podcast as well as uh, pretty entertaining because the, the funny thing about dr. Maurer is if he doesn't know he'll tell you yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is for certain and he did that a couple of times yeah uh, I think we asked him I don't, I don't remember what what the question was but his answer was, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, I, I, I can't I, argue I can't, with that. I right? can't really segue off of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but he was, I mean, he just has a great way of conveying his knowledge to you in a way that you can understand. Yeah, it. yeah no, it was a very entertaining podcast. Um and like I said, I learned so much from that, and I do like to learn, and that's a lot of what we wanted to this podcast to be about is education as well as entertainment. Um, another personal favorite I had was um, the one we did with my daughter, uh, just because we took her on her first hunt, and... Um, she well, missed a turkey. She had been begging to be on she the podcast. Been, well, I don't know if she'd been begging, but she was excited about it because she thought that going on a turkey hunt, we would do a podcast about her turkey hunt, and then she would be able to be on the turkey on the podcast yeah. about her turkey hunt. Um, and that's exactly what happened. We went on a turkey hunt. Um, she got to shoot at a turkey, and then we let her come on the podcast and tell her story about it. Um, I don't know how entertaining of a podcast it is or anything like that. It's a personal favorite of mine because, you know, that's my girl. Yep. And uh, we got to do the hunt and do the podcast, and it just tickled her pink, and so that made me a, a pretty happy dad. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> so for me, uh, ones that I have, uh, again, enjoyed doing, so I, I would say those those two that we've already talked about were probably my favorites. Um, you know, no offense to anybody else. It was just those were entertaining podcasts. Um, on the on the note of, of being educational, I think uh, <clears throat> I have to lump in there our discussions with with my brother Ty about yeah. trapping. Um, he you wouldn't I guess. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't know. Um, you you wouldn't assume it about him, but he's an extremely intelligent person, and especially about something he's really passionate about, which trapping he is extremely passionate about. Um, he does his research. He's like you. Mm-hmm. He does his research. He looks at everything. He plans it out and all that stuff. But again, he can convey his knowledge in a way that you can understand it yeah yeah um we did two podcasts with him about trapping 
Um, Probably pick you, up another one this year sometime. You did the first one. Um, I was unable to make make it up here for that one. Um, another challenge that we'd face making these podcasts is all the travel that we'd have to do and something that we've learned is we definitely like to be together. Um, but I was in on the second one. And we shot a lot of video. And we still got to get that video out, don't we? We do. Uh, we're um, working on a few... Uh, that's a few yeah. issues we we're not videographers we're not videographers <laughs> and we need a few pieces of so, uh, 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 again pieces the, of the puzzle the, the learning the learning curve you know we went from recording on our phones to we got this zoom um you know there's a there's a few other pieces of equipment that i'd really like to get before this hunting season uh to help with uh, the issues that we've been having with videoing and that is weather wind things like that yeah. and be able to c- capture uh what's being said um so that that was the issue with those that's why we haven't got those out i'm working on on those videos uh, i just need to get with ty and we're gonna we're gonna um do some dubbing do some voiceovers voiceovers and dubbing and, and and um do it a little different than we had planned on doing it so yeah but but yeah i got to sit on i got to be in on on that one uh, really enjoyed that. Um, I wish that trapping was a more popular subject. I do too. Um, because I do think it is a very um, important skill. And I think it is an important part of predator control. Yeah. And... Um, Again, just like, it, you know, there's no way with the podcasts and, and Not A Grande and stuff like that that I will have time to trap. Um, I wish I did. Well, you know. at least not at this point in your life. No, no, yeah. not right now. You know, maybe later. But, you know, like you said, we work and um, and we do this and that pretty much takes up all of our time. Yeah. And we still have wives that we have to spend time with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, families to take care of and stuff like that. So... So it does, it does make it hard. And if I tried to throw trapping, and same thing, you know, if, if I was to get into that, I'd, I know I'd get passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, I would want to spend tons of time doing it. And that would be just one more thing that was wheezing the juice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so none of that. I mean, I, I don't, you know, well, I used to be a pretty big um, sports fan. And... Um, it was an easy choice to make between watching football and spending time with my family. But, uh, you know, like I said, if, if, if I, I wanted to continue hunting um, and, and doing like Nata Grande and stuff like that, and you got to pick what you're going to have time for. You're going to have to sacrifice something somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, so football was out the window and uh, Nata Grande was in. And... Um, not a bad choice at all, but no. yeah, I, I, but I do, I do, I do think that I, I wish that more people trapped. Uh, I wish it was a, a more popular thing than it is. Like a very, very interesting subject. Absolutely. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that podcast that we did with him and the day that we spent out in the field with him setting some traps and stuff like that. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah so, it was. um, looking forward to the new, uh, new guests that we're trying to line up um and and again you know just to just to kind of wrap this up if you guys got topics if you've got uh guests that you want to hear from we will do mm-hmm. our darnest to to get them on uh, we've had some pretty cool guests on from first light crew to kifaru to yeah um dana was a good guest yeah um uh, the First Light Crew was really fun podcast. We had some other podcasts that we kind of had lined out that kind of fell through on that trip. Um, but yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, we like to hear comments. Yes, we, um, that is one thing that we would encourage from you guys is more comments, more input. Uh, it kind of makes makes it a little easier for us uh, because we have. That interaction, and that's that's really what we're looking for yeah. is, is more interaction, more communication amongst the hunting and outdoor world. Uh, even if you're not a hunter and, and you're listening to our podcast, man, give us some feedback. Um, 
we're not opposed to, to bringing in some other outdoor topics. Uh, we, we're, we're just talking about what we know right now. So. Right, right. Yeah, and I've had, so I've had, some, uh, I've had some questions about fishing. Um, and I'm hoping to address some of that later on this summer. Yes. Um, I've got a guest in mind that pretty avid fisherman, and hopefully we can kind of fill that niche um, this summer. Um, that would be nice. For sure. So. For sure. Any other any other topics or questions or suggestions that we can get from you guys, we definitely appreciate it. Yep. And, you know, uh, share us with your friends. Uh, like us on Facebook. Subscribe. Rate us. Rate us. Leave a review. Give us that five star and leave a review. Uh, We really appreciate those uh, who have listened to this point Mm -hmm. and and looking forward to having more listeners in the future. Uh, It's just uh, we want to bring this outdoor uh, group together and and support each other. We have hats and shirts and stickers for sale on yes. com in the mercantile. Yep. Check that out. Working on getting some new designs. Uh, goes right along with this podcast. It's just time and money. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You That's guys uh, join us next time and uh, we will catch you down the road. Adios, guys. Adios. Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.